Broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, you're listening to the Technology Equals Equality Podcast. Welcome back to the Technology Equals Equality Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Brooks, and this is episode 55. I am super pleased to welcome to the show Rom JB of Rom JB Tutoring. Rom is a special educator, tutorpreneur, and copywriter based in New York City. In 2010, Rom founded RJB Educational Services, Inc., an in-home tutoring agency where tutors travel to the home of the clients to work with their children one-on-one. RJB Educational has grown significantly during the past five years by focusing on customer service, marketing, selling, and systemization. When Ram is not working on his tutoring business, he is busy helping other entrepreneurs improve their website and marketing copy as a copywriter. Ram's entrepreneurial journey has not been an easy one, but he wouldn't trade it for anything. He believes with focus and perseverance, anything is possible. Thank you for uh, taking the time to touch base. And so, Romeo, tell us a story of how it is that you once saw the future. Before you began thinking about business or adulthood as a whole, what was it, you know, as a kid, you were thinking you might want to be when you grew up? When I was a kid, I always wanted to be an astronaut. I dreamed of it. I spoke of it. I I used to watch movies and thinking of me going to the moon, to the Mars. I love watching movies. I had to do anything with, with astronomy, documentaries. But as I got to high school, I said, no, I'm definitely not going to be going into astronomy because the math is too hard. <laughs> That's when I gave up on that dream. <laughs> I can't, I wouldn't be able to do it. You know, a man, A man has to know his limits and... I recognized it, and I was not going to try to pursue that career. <laughs> and and next came me trying, wanted to be a lawyer eventually one day. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I was in love with law, but because I wanted to make, do something that made money and, you know, that I could have security and all that good stuff that we are fed. But as I got into college, again, I got a, I woke myself up and said, law is not for me. Because I saw all my friends that wanted to be eventually going to law school, that wanted to be lawyers, they were st- studying harder than I wanted to study. And they, they weren't going to the parties I wanted to go to party to. And I said, you know what, this thing is not for me. <laughs> right. So I gave that up. I've given, I've given up a lot of things that I guess you will say are dreams and just focus on the reality of what I really wanted. And towards the end of college, my college years, I really started being of my coming to myself and knowing that certain things I do not want to do and certain things I'll pursue them, even if they don't have any money in them. I'll create I'll create a way. And that's how today I'm an educator, entrepreneur and basically living the life that I want to live and pursuing even a better life. I love how you described the the transition through those phases that I think gets really left out of a lot of the stories that we hear on the show as you grew up, because I know there's so many people who go through that phase of having this, this dream of some specific 
role in life as you're a child, you know, be it an astronaut or a doctor or a lawyer or something, you know, and, and you get to this moment where reality sets in and you recognize that that may not be the type of lifestyle that you were realistically thinking of. It, you know, and I, I love that recognition, like you said, and, and the reality behind it. You know, the math wasn't what you were looking for. It just wasn't it for you. And, and that's funny. I remember in high school, uh, for some, I have no idea where this thought process came from. But I really thought I was going to be a translator. I sign language courses, I took Spanish, I took Russian. That just never panned out. Eventually, I got to a point where Russian was it for me. That, that was enough, you know? <laughs> I, I took six years of it and then spent about a month in the country. And, and after that month of being immersed in the language, though I loved it and the experience was, was unlike anything I could even, you know, match to this day, it just was an eye-opening experience that it wasn't necessarily what I thought I wanted to do in life um, and how easily that can change experientially as you grow, um, you know, when you begin recognizing self. So I love that. Uh, what do you feel like were some of the first steps that you began taking? Once you finished school, once you began looking at a career as a whole, and decided you wanted to do something that was more focused on your goals as, you know, an individual. What did what do you feel were some of those first steps? I started reading. I, I started reading um, personal development and business books. And the first book I read that really had a major impact on me was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki. And that book really hit a nerve with me. And it's, and seeing how people thought of money and mm -hmm. how they thought of money differently. And that's why they were in certain situations. And I didn't grow, I, I grew up with, without much at all. And when I read that book, it made me really look in the mirror and made me think and really yeah. deeply analyze myself and ask myself some questions. And I had a lot of limited limiting beliefs and that was stopping me from making decisions and basically self-sabotaging along the way. And that book really, really is what started me reading other books that, um, that made a difference in my life. And till, till this day, I'm reading. I read at least a book a month, at least. Or, and I listen to books on audio. And reading is very important because when when you're reading, when you're listening to books or you could be watching YouTube videos, motivational videos, you learn a lot. And when you're someone who's already self-motivated, you have no choice but to take action. And one of the one of the books that I read that really helped uh, even even getting into entrepreneurship is the E-Myth. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, I'm actually not. I was going to say with with Robert Kiyosaki, very familiar with the book. Okay. Read, you know, and it it's, it provides great clarity on uh, the different thought processes that that are involved with finances. It's actually it's funny. I didn't run across the book until uh, I say probably uh, five or six years ago, um, but since then I've I've actually purchased the teen version for my daughter. 
um, who again found it very interesting, absolutely loved it, very good read. It is, it's one of those eye-opening books, and I, I actually think there was another uh, guest recently, a day DiGiorno, um, who also had recently read the book, and it was, it's an eye-opening book, and you know, if if any of you listening haven't picked this book up yet, you should definitely go out and and grab a copy because it's it's an it's a book that makes you uh, definitely question a number of things. But I'm not familiar with the E Myth at all, so I'd love to hear a little bit about that. The E Myth Revisited by um, Michael E Gerber okay. is a book that anyone going to entrepreneurship, starting a business, solopreneur, anything. You need to read it. You need to read it. This book has have earned me, I will tell you, tens of thousands of dollars. Just reading it itself, I could. There's a lot of things I'm actually doing in my business that directly are from that book. And what what is what the focus of the book is creating systems, right. creating systems in your business that works without you having to be there all the time. Because a lot of us, um, especially solopreneurs, we start a business, but it's not—it's really not a business, but another job that you're creating for yourself. Precisely, because unless you prepare yourself from initial, uh, you know, start to actually be able to scale, then it's it's impossible to do so because you're far too involved working in the business to be able to take a step back and work on it. And, so. and I'm glad you said that because his entire message is working on your business instead. And uh, instead of in your business, exactly, and it's it's very it's two different perspectives, right? So right. You'd rather so. be working on your business instead of in your business. Precisely, you need to delegate those tasks out to other people to work in your business while you focus working on the business to scale. Yes, definitely. What do you feel was one of the most difficult parts of becoming an entrepreneur? What do you think? Uh, really hindered you in in taking the initial steps um, once you had read personal development books and you know you had the motivation and that drive that that was going to push you forward. What do you feel really uh, was still stalling you once you got out of your own way in terms of mindset and focus? Fear of what other people would think. <laughs> that was my that was that was really one of my major fears. I remember. I remember when I when when I got my first client before I even started before I even got to the first client I was really contemplating of, of me putting myself out there putting out flyers texting people and letting them know that I'm into you know I'm starting a tutoring business and this is what I want to do I was very much like well what are, what are they, what are they going to think of me right. and when I got my first client I remember to this day of me walking to to the building ringing the bell and going to the apartment. And it was me putting myself out there. It's, it's like you're bearing your soul. You you are basically naked to the world, and it's very scary. And it's something that you – I can't describe it for anyone that haven't been through it, but it's it's that fear of thinking, what, are they, what, what would they think of me? Are they gonna like me? Are they gonna like my service? Are they gonna like my or, or they gonna like my product? What will they think of me? That was the major fear. And once I got over that fear, then everything else slowly got into place. Definitely, I think the fear of uh, being true to yourself 
or what other people may uh, have as a thought process or a comment or, you know. And it's funny how we trick ourselves into believing that there's some sort of negative action that could honestly occur from us doing what we're passionate about doing. The worst that can happen is somebody says they're not interested. You know, there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. You can only grow from those moments um, of which don't turn out the way that you initially think that they would be able to turn out. Um, what do you feel like you learned during this journey that you had no idea you were going to end up coming across? What's one thing that, you know, you never even set out to learn or to uh, educate yourself in that you kind of stumbled into? Two things that that I that I've learned is let me f- focusing on marketing and sales. Those two things I've come to embrace because you can have the best product in the world if no if anyone if no one knows about it, you're not making any money. You could have the best product in the world and if no one's buying, you're not in business. So. Sales and marketing is something I've invested a lot of time in <laughs> learning, practicing, learning some more, and practicing some more. Yeah. And it all starts with knowing your knowing your clients and being able to listen to them and providing what they need, not what you think they want. Definitely. I love that. The, the marketing and sales aspect of starting your own business is a funny one that I think as an entrepreneur with this great idea of what it is you want to do, the thought process of actually having to become a marketer and putting on that sales hat and that marketing hat and uh, creating your campaigns and so forth is not something that you consider before you begin working on this big idea that you have as your business and your entrepreneurial journey um, as a whole. So that's a great one. I love that. <laughs> that is definitely something I think a lot of entrepreneurs kind of uh, take for granted. I know uh, when I was uh, speaking with Bernard Schinner, who was uh, a guest on one of the very, very early episodes of the show, um, he was mentioning how they started the company simply based off the fact that they used to hang out in the garage and college was over and they couldn't hang out in the garage anymore. So they had to come up with a business. (laughs) And so the thought process of becoming marketers and things of that sort, it's just, it's not something that is considered heavily prior to, uh, you know, jumping or diving into this journey with your, with your big idea. Um, I'm curious, uh, if you had a time machine and could go back, say, 10 to 15 years and tell yourself one thing, what do you think it would be? Be yourself. Be yourself. Because I, I mean, like anyone else, I spend a lot of time in my life th- doing things based on what other people may think. Mm-hmm. And the, fast, the faster you get rid of that thought process of doing things for other people and and. and Trying to see yourself based on what in other people's eyes, the the faster you'll become who you're supposed to be. So be yourself. Be yourself. Know what you like. Know what you don't like. Know what you're not willing to settle for or negotiate. Just be yourself. That's one thing I will tell myself. 
if I had to go back. I love that. <laughs> Most of the time, it's you know to start sooner or to uh, change the clock back or to you know pivot in a certain direction, but definitely uh, knowing yourself and and staying true to who you are is an important and extremely important piece of the journey. Take a moment and just tell us a little bit about RJB Education and what it is that you do with your clients, how the program works. I understand that um, this is a tutoring service, but this is a tutoring service of which actually travels to the students themselves, correct? Yes. Okay. And in 2010, Mm -hmm. in the fall of 2010, it was the first fall in my life that I did not have to attend school. I had finished my master's degree and I was, and I, and as a teacher, you know, every single teacher always wants extra money. The pay is never enough. (laughs) And I was looking for, for extra income, extra source of um, revenue, but I was not willing to just go and work at Macy's or somewhere else. I wanted to use the knowledge that I already have as a teacher, as an educator to start something. Right. And as as I started thinking, tutoring came to mind, and it was a perfect it was a perfect thing for a teacher to tutor. And that's when I started doing research, and I discovered the tutoring business was an uh, industry was a ten billion dollar plus industry back in 2010, and that shocked me. And I started asking myself, how can I get into this? I started putting myself out there, reading books, and putting flyers out, Craigslist. I got my first client not too not too not too far out after that I got my first client started working with my first client and what we do is that we go to the home of the clients we don't have a center we don't have any physical location that we meet the client's home is our physical location so therefore we don't have any rent that we're paying we don't have any insurance we're paying for a lease nothing so that's the that was the whole business concept, and that still today is the same way. I love that. So we don't have any literally our overhead is extremely minute. That's awesome. It's minute. So we. It's toasty. Yes, it's, it's, I know. I know you like you like that. I love that. It's not a, it's not a lot of expense at all, and that's- as I got my first client, started getting a second and third, and. I couldn't handle it anymore. So I went to teachers that I work with and I told them, you know, I started a student business and I have clients. Would you be willing to work with me as an independent contractor? I went on Google, searched independent contractor, contracting. I copied and pasted what I needed to copy and paste, made sure everything um, was flowing and I protected myself. I protected them, presented them with the contract, signed it and give them the 1099, all that I did, all the research. And today we have many tutors and many clients. And of course we have a website. Back then we didn't have a website. We have a website and well, that's, we're still doing the same thing. We travel to the home of the clients, um, kindergarten to 12th grade. We focus on math, reading and writing, and also science and history and, and test prep, SAT, ACT, and other local exams in New York City and Long Island. I love that. I love how you started that. That's absolutely awesome. The fact that 
you really just started looking for the extra income on the side. And I think that's so important for people to understand because a lot of the time, um, you know, you may be out there working your job, doing what you're you're trying to do on a regular basis, but we all know that sometimes one job is really not enough in this day and age. And just looking for that side income can sometimes spark an entrepreneurial journey unexpectedly, which is what it sounds like it really did for you. It just, you know, kind of snowballed and took off the second you uh, were able to obtain a client. From there, it grew to a point where you needed the extra help and had to begin looking for contractors to work with in order to, to, you know, just facilitate the client base that you had already grown at that point. Um, so that's outstanding, and I, I it's my hat's off to you because that's an awesome way to get started in any sort of industry, um, you know, and to be able to, to grow it to where you've done thus far is outstanding. So congrats. Thank you. The show is really designed to help entrepreneurs come up for ideas to help solve the pain in an industry and spark an industry of their own. Um, so we'd love to help you. If you had a magic wand and could change anything at all in your business, what do you think it would be and why? That's a tough question. <laughs> Only one thing? <laughs> <laughs> But it is a magic wand. I mean, I, I, I suppose we could wish for a million things, but <laughs> in the essence of time. <laughs> well, one, one of the focus for the, the focus for the next 12 months is focusing more on online tutoring. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I would change in exploding our online tutoring portion. That's what we're working on. Awesome. Yeah, so because that's the next wave really in tutoring as well right. is online tutoring. So we're focusing on that. So if I had that magic wand, then it, it, it would have to just take us from A to Z. A to Z. <laughs> the online platform would be awesome, definitely. And that may not be, you know, out there, tell you the truth, because we've got a, quite an audience at this point and, and some rather talented people in, in some really interesting industries. Um, so somebody may, in fact, be able to reach out and help you out with getting that online platform up and running sooner than later. But, uh, Romulo, you've been absolutely wonderful, and I thank you so much for sharing your time with the audience today. Please share the best way for the listeners to find you. Facebook, Rom <laughs> That's That's the best way to find me. Um, it's R as in Robert, O as in Operation, M as in Master, JB is J as in Job, and B as in Boy. Ram JB, you'll find me. Ram JB on Facebook, definitely. Ram, well, thank you again for joining us today. Thank you. You've been wonderful. Ram, thank you once again for sharing your expertise and time with the audience this morning. And Techie community, thank you guys for tuning in once again for episode number 55. You can feel free to reach out to Ram at RomJB on Facebook, or you can always reach him through our show notes page at technology-equality.com forward slash RomJB. Again, that's technology 
dashequality.com, our new domain. Don't forget to check us out. And again, feel free to give us a little feedback on the new WordPress site. We'd love to hear from you guys. And don't forget to click that subscribe button over in iTunes so you don't miss another episode. And until our next episode, when we continue to hear the journey, find the pain and create solutions. Enjoy the week.